Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. Welcome to another episode of the QAnon Chronicles. I am your host, Scott, and uh, you know the drill by now. I'm here to tell you weird stuff about the world. And I'm here to tell you about that weird stuff through the lens of the Q narrative, which, of course, you have heard of by now from the mainstream media, who's currently trying to paint the Q movement as Nazism rebranded, which is hilarious. Um... (laughs) absolutely hilarious to me because it's so far from the truth it's unbelievable anyway you know what's going on you're here to listen to the stuff that i have to say and share with you and i'm glad i'm glad that you're here i'm glad that you listen thank you thank you for your you know dedication and patience with my whatever my add and my sporadic posting or whatever i don't know is this a confessional i have no idea anyway um i wanted to share just a brief traffic-related thing that I saw happen today on my drive home uh, from work. I was on the road that I go on, and uh, for some reason, even though it's 4 o'clock, you know, in the afternoon, it was, like, busy like it was 5.15 on the road. You had two lanes on this road, you know, it's, well, four lane technically, but two northbound, two southbound, and, uh, you know, I was stuck in a little bit of a gridlock kind of thing, you know. We had some slow pokes in the left lane. We had some slow pokes in the right lane. But, of course, when we uh, were approaching one of the traffic lights, I was able to deftly maneuver myself into the left lane ahead of a good swath of the traffic. And to my right was a 18-wheeler semi-truck behind a little white Prius, right? And the light turns green, and this little white Prius crawls into their acceleration and I I got past him because I had already gotten myself in the left lane but I see in my rear view mirror I watch this 18 wheeler truck pass this Prius on a 45 mile per hour road and that is just ridiculous I've probably mentioned it before on the show when I get irritated on the road it's not always irritation on my behalf as though I've been inconvenienced or or my time has been wasted, or I almost got in an accident, but sometimes I'll get mad on behalf of another person who clearly doesn't have the will or dignity to be mad at themselves. And someone's got to be mad at them on their behalf. I take it upon myself to be that guy. In this instance, I was very mad at the Prius on his own behalf. Like, you should probably take a step back and examine your driving if you're getting passed on a 45-mile-per-hour road by a semi-truck. That is just... Uh, absolutely absurd is what it is. 
And I couldn't help but laugh at the dude, but also get weirdly irrationally irritated. It was not irrational, I just explained why. I'm irritated at him because he's clearly not irritated enough at himself to go fast enough to avoid a semi-truck from passing him in the left lane. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, people are just, people are just stupid. Unfortunately, people are stupid. You guys know that. Okay, so listen, um, real crazy, <laughs> real crazy week. We're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about dew, not Mountain Dew, but uh, dew as in D-E-W, dew. We're going to talk about the California wildfires. Hmm. And those two things are related. And we're going to talk about the Q posts uh, just from today. He posted, uh, you know, earlier uh, this week on the 14th and, and then didn't post anything yesterday. But Q has been a lot more active lately than he usually is. I mean, there was a little swath of time there where he was, uh, you know, um, not really posting very often. And if he did, it was like one or two posts and he was gone for a while. Well, he's been very active. Okay, so... I'm going to share with you one post that's uh, important from the 14th. Actually, there's a couple from the 14th. So let's just let's just get right into it. First of all, you guys, I'm sure you know that California is on fire in Oregon and Washington State, parts of Utah, Idaho, Nevada, etc. Basically, if there's mountains and trees that can be on fire, they're currently on fire right now. Pretty crazy, isn't it? Well, here's the thing. Q posted a pretty interesting little uh, thread. There are almost 40 names listed on this thread, and he links to uh, the local news station's articles about each of these individuals' arrests. Do you want to know what they're all being arrested for, all 40 of these examples that Q shared? Arson. Oh, interesting. Arson, right? I thought that the California wildfires were because of Trump caused climate change and it's not even anthropomorphic climate change anymore people it is literally trump's fault that the climate is uh i don't know changing i mean i don't know i think the climate was changing long before donald trump was alive and long before his grandparents were alive in fact i don't know about you but i suspect that the climate has always been changing Weird, I know. I don't know what would lead me to believe that, but it's a suspicion I've had for a while. Now, this this era of time might not be the first time that the climate has changed. It's almost as though climate changes are a thing that just happens when you live in a climate. Anyway, you'll notice that the riots really died down, right? Especially after the Kenosha thing. I mean, they're still going on a little bit here and there, but... By and large, things got really quiet. I mentioned that on the show before. I think it's because, you know, Trump is sending in the feds and rounding up their leadership. And the low-level violators, I think, are starting to get a little bit demoralized. Did they give up? No, I don't think they gave up. I think that they just are focusing their energies elsewhere, right? And in this, and in this instance, they're focusing their energies on uh, setting wildfires, okay? So I wanted to bring up that post. Also on the 14th, Q posted four names in four separate posts, one right after the other. Those names were Julian Assange, Seth Rich, John Brennan, and Guccifer 2.0. Okay, so here's the thing about all of those names, right? Uh, what's the relationship between Julian Assange and Seth Rich? Well, if you know anything about what happened to Seth Rich and things that Julian Assange has said, and of course this is the QAnon 
uh, Chronicles, so uh, things that Q has said as well, it sure seems as though Seth Rich was the one who leaked, internally leaked the WikiLeaks uh, DNC emails to Julian Assange, who then published them, and then Seth Rich was killed without any of his valuables being taken from him, and then uh, later on that night, two MS-13 gang members were found dead um, in the same city nearby where Seth Rich was killed. Okay, so Julian Assange has been in the news lately because, um, you know, the federal government is really trying to charge him with the stuff that he did. And uh, the thing is that sometimes the only way to enter evidence into the court is, you know, to make somebody defend themselves, right? <laughs> so uh, it's good to keep an eye on that. If, if Q's posting about it, it means maybe uh, news is going to be forthcoming here shortly. What does shortly mean? The next month? I don't know. The next two months? I don't know. I have no idea, but keep an eye on it. Also, John Brennan and Guccifer 2.0. Guccifer 2.0 is the guy who claimed to uh, have proven. He, he was the guy that actually claimed to have done the DNC hack um, way back in the day. But the problem is, after Q posted this stuff about John Brennan and Guccifer 2.0, you've got, uh, you've got um, evidence that comes out later on after those posts that Guccifer 2.0 was uh, CIA and um, that the hack was done uh, uh, by the CIA if there was a hack, right? So um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm not like fully 100% on the details of Guccifer 2.0. I think he was another WikiLeaks leaker. I don't know if it was actually the DNC emails uh, or if it was something else, but Guccifer 2.0 was a name that was tossed around um, as proof that Russia did it because he said, you know, that he did it and it was right. He looked into it. It was Russia. I, I'm, I'm probably not getting the details exactly right, but the overview is correct. Guccifer 2.0 they used to support the idea that um, Russia had hacked the election, right? Okay, so the problem with that is that um, forensic analysts are looking at what he's claiming, and they're like, "No, that wasn't a Russian hack. It it looks like it was a it was a a um, piece of software or programming designed to emulate the hacking techniques and fingerprints of other nationalities. In this case, Russia, but it's CIA technology that the CIA is actually uh, admitted to having, where they can where they can uh, appear as though they are another nation." Right. When, in fact, they're doing a thing, which isn't great. You know, the CIA is not great. The CIA, it came from the OSS um, and the OSS and the State Department have from their very inception been populated with communists. OK, so and that's true. That's a true fact. So like the State Department hasn't even been the best um, cabinet uh, or department of the government uh, for a long time. Right. But John Brennan, if those allegations are true about Guccifer 2.0 actually being CIA, then that means John Brennan would have been his handler, would have been in charge of that. So those four names are important, but Q goes on to post a whole lot of stuff. First of all, hold the line, writers. Justice is coming. That's what he said on the 14th. That was the last thing he posted before today. Now today, Q starts linking to Instagram posts. Usually he's, he's, he sticks to Twitter. But he's posting all of these things from all of these Antifa people and these Antifa accounts where they're bragging about setting the West Coast on fire. Uh, some of them are saying they're doing it to draw attention to climate change, which is insane. Uh, well, not I mean, it's no more or less insane than, you know, like flooding into cities and destroying people's property and their and their lives, you know, in order to draw attention to 
how our government is destroying people's lives. It's it's kind of similar to the cuties thing, you know, where it's like, oh, we're going to make a movie about how sexualizing children is wrong, and we're just going to show you a bunch of shots of their, like, prepubescent chests and stuff doing really sexual things in order to prove to you how bad it is to sexualize children. It's kind of a similar idea, right? Um, boo, 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 boo. So he makes a bunch of posts like that, including uh, the idea of be water, spread fire, which is also a phrase that was spray painted on the Kenosha courthouse. So here's the interesting thing about that phrase. He linked some pictures of an Antifa guy with a truck bed full of water, you know, like bottled water packages and then gas cans. So the speculation is, of course, that they're wandering around um, providing water to first responders and other people in need, and then they're actually just going and setting more fires, which is, you know, reprehensible, but of course, speculation at this point, although corroborated by all of these multitudes of arrests that Q is linked to, right? So here's the thing. Here's, here's the meat of the most recent Q posts. To sum it up, things are going to get hairier, guys. Um, you know, I don't think that we've seen anything yet in terms of the lunacy of the left, right? Okay, so they're going crazy. Um, Q posts, he says, add it all up. Virus, riots, fires. Make no mistake, they will not concede on election night. Make no mistake, they will contest this legally in battleground states. Make no mistake, they will project doubt on the election results. Make no mistake, they will organize massive riots and attempt anarchy. Uh, playbook known. That's what Q said. Playbook is known. Now, on Tucker Carlson last night, you had a guy come on talking about the color revolution, which is a method that George Soros and his ilk have used to foment, you know, regime change in places across the world. Ukraine included. Egypt was another example, etc., etc., etc. So that kind of toes in line with what we... Now, here's the thing. They're going to contest the election results. Q is saying they're going to contest them because they can't steal it. They can't steal it. Now, I'm going to dive into speculation here. My own speculation. This is what I think. I think that when the election happens, yeah, they're going to go balls to the wall. They're going to do everything that they can to delegitimize or delay the results of the election. But they have no actual accurate picture of how most Americans feel about them or what they're saying or what they're doing. They have no self-awareness. They've completely lost their minds. They are the bourgeois that they resent so much, except they hate rich bourgeois. They don't realize that they're intellectual bourgeois who, who jump through all of these arcane intellectual loopholes to arrive at these insane conclusions that people who aren't highly educated, quote-unquote, can see right through because they have critical thinking skills and the ability to, you know, take facts as they happen to them and not try to shoehorn them into pre-approved and pre-decided political narratives. Um, so here's the thing. They can't steal the election um, because it's impossible. And I'll read a thread probably later this week on that, actually, about why exactly it is that they will not be able to steal the election no matter what they do. Mathematically impossible. They can't manufacture the amount of votes that they're going to need to manufacture in this election in order to beat Trump. Now, uh, if you're a listener of this show and you are you don't like Trump, it's okay. You don't have to like Trump. If you like Joe Jorgensen, great. I like Joe, Jorg Joe Jorgensen, too. I just think that right now the status of the culture in the country is that no matter how great the third-party candidate is, they will never win. They won't win. Joe Jorgensen's going to steal votes from both camps, but not very many. In fact, I think she'll steal more votes from the Dem camp than she will from the Republican camp because Trump's base 
is pretty cohesive and pretty uh, steeped in solidarity, right? They're ready. They're excited to vote. So they're not going to win the election, right? But uh, they're going to do everything they can to contest it. They're going to riot. They're going to destroy it. They're going to manufacture this false consensus of people saying, well, we don't even want them. We want them to step down just as they have in other places. The difference is that the good guys have the keys to the castle. The bad guys don't. Right? So I think term one Trump and his response to the controlled insurgency, I'll call it the controlled insurgency, ins insurrection, his response was, you know, the opposite of what they wanted. They wanted the optics of him coming out with tanks and guns and, you know, just going heavy handed on everybody. I think Trump term two, when he wins, he doesn't care about the optics anymore. I think, and also he'll have a mandate from the public. I mean, when he... When he wins the Electoral College in an avalanche, and I'm going to be honest with you, every state is in play for him. I don't know if you know this or not. Every single state is in play for Trump. He could win every state. I'm not saying he's going to, but it isn't impossible, right? Okay, so if you were to do that, if you were to win every state in the union, that's a massive public mandate. He'll have control of the House again. We'll have control of the Senate again. So, you know, and the, and the reality is that the vast majority of people want something to be done about the people coming into their towns and destroying their shit. If you look at swing voters or likely voters or undecided voters, uh, after the riots happen in their towns, do you want to know who they're voting for? I'll tell you, it's not Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, or should I say the Harris-Biden administration, according to some Freudian slips that Kamala has made over the last week. Anyway, point is, things are going to get wacky, okay? So steal yourselves, but things have already gotten wacky, all right? Let's circle back to the other thing I wanted to tell you about, okay? Do, D-E-W, uh, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper just uh, had a press conference today where he said that the Chinese have developed directed energy weapons <clears throat> that they deploy from their satellites. And how did they do it? Well, they stole the technology from us. Okay, stop, pause. Do you understand how crazy that is? Mind-blowing. Like, and what a, what a Q confirmation that is. A talk, that's a Q proof, because Q was talking about directed energy weapons being used to start California wildfires two freaking years ago. And up until now, of course, there's never been any public confirmation that such technology exists except for in implication. But our Secretary of Defense just today said, hey, they've got due. So, I don't know, are you still making fun of the Space Force, or maybe do you think it was a good idea? How much of this do you think the Trump administration has known all along, including about the directed energy weapons? Another little rabbit trail here, but how much money do you want to bet that if they've got directed energy weapons, they probably also have directed energy propulsion and other types of energy-related things, maybe free energy or, like, drastically uh, less expensive energy. So do, and the California wildfires, I think that we're seeing these wildfires as a combo. I think it's a combo. Because if you look at the fire map, you know what I mean? It's like these fires are like, man, Canada, you don't look good. We're not gonna set, we're not gonna go over there. Mexico down there, ah, we don't need to spread over there. We're just gonna keep ourselves nice and contained here within the borders of the United States of America. I don't know how fire knows what the borders of the United States are. I don't know how it knows to stop right at the Canada border. Even though that mountain range doesn't stop, it keeps going. It's dry up there too, right? Because it's climate change, isn't it? It's climate change that's causing it. So 
Is the climate above the border so much different than the climate below the border that the fire can't go there? What's going on? I'll tell you what I think is going on. I think it's on purpose, you know, because, well, California's bankrupt and getting more bankrupt by the day, and they need federal money, and the government's not giving it to them because they're not playing by the federal rules. So what do they do? Well, this is a great way to ask for money, don't you think? I think it is. So, you know, that's pretty freaking wild. And then, of course, there's also the Israeli peace, right? Okay, peace accords between the Kingdom of Bran and the United Arab Emirates and Israel. According to the Trump administration, that's going to be followed by another six to seven, maybe eight other peace deals. That's pretty wild, guys. And you know what it is? It's not something that just happened overnight. It can't have been something that just happened overnight. Uh, I mean, I mean, like, <clears throat> no matter how long it took this current administration to get it done, it still, relatively speaking, happened overnight because we've been trying to make something, some progress happen over there for 40-plus years, and we haven't been able to do it. Well, it wasn't like just last month the Trump administration approached Israel and those other nations and said, hey, what do you guys think about peace? No, no, no. Well, everybody in this country is talking about whatever the legacy media wants them to talk about. And the, leg the legacy media is not paying attention to anything important either. This is a perfect example. This administration just does its job and keeps working at, at accomplishing its goals, regardless of how loud the harpies and the shrills and the banshees scream about other stuff that has nothing to do with what they're actually doing and is completely inconsequential. And every attack fails, right? I mean, the guy, Trump just hit 51% approval rating, guys. There's never been a president that's not elected, uh, re-elected if they've got 50% or above, ever in the history of the country, okay? So, you know, pretty wild crap is all I'm saying, guys. Pretty wild stuff. Um, I said it's gonna be. It's gonna get crazier. Uh, it's definitely gonna get crazier. There's just so much stuff going on. I can't hardly even doing multiple posts where I try to, you know, give more detail about a few. I can't. I can't keep up with it. You guys have to. You should keep up with it. You should be looking at the show notes, my Twitter handle. I I link to them in every post. You should check those out, and you should like read what's going on because it's all friggin' nuts. Okay. I mean. Uh, Oh, also, and I'll, I'll actually end with this, because I, talk, I talked about what I wanted to talk about, really. Just kind of be warned. Things are going to get hairy, but the Q team knows what's happening, and I'm interested to see what the resolution will be. Uh, anyway, um, I will be posting even more often, uh, starting later this fall. My company has rolled out work from home again. So, and, and apparently it's going to be permanent. So you can look forward to hearing even more often from me for little 10 to 20 minute blurbs and we'll go from there. But I'm very grateful for you, the listener. I'm very grateful for the time period that I'm alive in. Even if it all goes crazy south and like it's a dystopia for everybody, at least it was interesting, right? And things were boring. Things were really, really boring for a while there. Just the drudgery of the... Matrix, you know what I mean? It's a lot more interesting when you know the Matrix exists and you're watching it get either torn down or, like, ingrained. Which is it going to be? We'll find out. But you know what horse I'm betting on, and that's the horse of, we're exiting the Matrix, baby. We're going to get out. And 
all that good stuff. Anyway, like us, share us, subscribe to us on your favorite social media sites or non-social, anti-social media sites. I don't care. You can you can share us into the void if you want, but I prefer that you share us with other people. Um, join the Downers Club on Patreon.com. The Downers Club is awesome uh, because you are a part of it when you join. And when you are a part of the Downers Club, you are then a member. And who doesn't like to be a member of something? I know I do. So you should do it too. Five bucks a month or more if you want. That's like the cup. I mean, that's the cost of a cup of coffee or something. Or I don't know how much coffee costs anymore. Uh, who knows? Anyway, do that. Join the Downers Club. TSIDPOD.com. That's where you'll find our free content. And if you are a member of the Downers Club, you'll find the bonus content on Patreon. Patreon.com. And I guarantee you that you'll probably like it. I guarantee you that you probably will like it. Anyway, this has been another Dispatch from the Cuniverse. Um, take it easy. Don't be too uh, sleazy. I don't know. I shouldn't slut shame. We'll leave that to Kanye West, folks. Thank you very much. All right, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. Until then, Syed Despacito. Goulash Media Production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.